Hello, this is Arnold. Now, put the cookie down. Jack is here, taking you home. No, don't listen to that station. Listen to this station. The number one station is Jake. No, put the cookie down. Speed 97.8, it's Jake with you on your Friday afternoon. And it's not just me in the studio today. We are joined by two very special guests, Majestic and Hayley May. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. How, how's it going, Majestic? You've just been on a 24-hour travel from America, right? Yeah, and I still gave you the energy there. You like that, didn't you? That's, <laughs> Loved it. that's the Friday pump. <laughs> Brilliant. Hayley, have you just come from the UK? Yeah, just from London yesterday. Wicked. But no sleep on the plane, so... You don't know at Still all. Still feeling it, yeah. Oh, no, they're, they're sometimes they're the worst, aren't they? So we're going to start off with the basics. Majestic, how did the name come about? Uh, it's a rubbish story, but you can have it if you want. <laughs> yes. So my real name is Kevin Adam Christie, yeah? And when yeah. I was 12, I got my first pair of decks, and my dad was like, oh, how are you getting on, son? I was like, yeah, 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 all good. Got a DJ name, yeah, I'm going to stick with my initials. So I tagged it in my loft where my decks were, DJ KAC. My dad goes, you know that says DJ CAC, right? <laughs> it's not a good word to use, son. I was like, oh, yeah, actually, it's not good. Yeah, Majestic's better. So it's literally, that is it. That is genuine story. I love it. I love it. And you sort of started out as a garage MC yeah. as well, right? So where, how, how did that start? And then how did you pro- go into production? Well, I always de- I de- I DJed first because I got the decks when I was 12. And I was making beats from when I was about 12. And, um, wow. And yeah, and obviously I was MC, and that's what I wanted to do. And with especially within garage, I kind of did everything that could be done. And I was just like, well, there was nothing else to do. I, I was EZ's MC. That, that's the pinnacle, isn't it? That's like playing yeah. in Manchester City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When EZ asks for you to be the MC, you're like, yeah, I've done it all. And then you realise, hang about, the DJs get paid a lot more and get a lot, <laughs> and they get a lot more uh, of the limelight. So I was like, no, do you know what? It was a conversation with Mr. Jam back in 2012. Wow. And he said to me, Madge, why are you MCing for DJs that you're better than? Not saying I'm better than EZ, by the way. Uh, other other people. And he's like, do everything. So yeah, that was that. Was that. So yeah, transitioned into that. And then he yeah, obviously gone on to be a, a platinum selling producer DJ now. Wicked, mate. Oh, mm. Fair play. Big up, man. And Hayley, have you always been into dance music? I mean, I could <laughs> I could list the songs we play with you featured on. How how did you start with, with the singing and then getting into dance tracks? Well, um, the singing, I've always been to like soul music, always. R&B, so old school. And um, just from that, I think I just met a manager who introduced me to the dance sort of world. And I, it was the first people I worked with were just kidding. Why? Who, who, incident, coincidentally, I've got um, a track that came out on Friday, actually, that I'm vocal in. We wrote back in maybe 2016. Yeah. It only came out on Friday, so... Crazy. Yeah. How, why, why did that take so long, then, to I don't to know. I don't know. So that happens sometimes. You know, sometimes you just forget about the tunes. Sometimes you pitch them out, and then no one's picking them up. And then eventually, right. some pe- you know, someone's interested, and it's like, just happened, so... Wow. So it's mad that they were the sort of the first ones I worked with in the dance sort of world. Right now. now, I'm going to bring up Joel Corey. You were on Joel Corey, sorry. Yeah. But before that, my favourite Joel Corey track, Good As Gold, you also did that. Yeah. No, no one really knows about no, that one. Well, you, do you know what? Surprisingly, a lot of people say that to me. And like, I'm like, oh, really? There's a few people, someone I met in Amsterdam, some girl that like, loves my stuff. She's like, favourite is that? I was like, really? Just bang. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, so we did that one. That's the first time I met him, right. uh, me, him, and Lewis together. And then we did Fallen, which was the second one of his, and then Sorry, and then that just went crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was wild. that is that is mad. Now, majestic, Rasputin. Yes, that is. Can we say that's one of the biggest tracks you've done? That is the biggest track I've done. Like the numbers on it are stupid. It's, on Spotify alone, it's like four hundred and ten million now. Wow. And it, 
Actually, I have Dubai to thank for it as well uh, because it was 2021. Uh, things were like locked down everywhere around the world. I came over to here to play. <laughs> the moment we got here, they changed the laws so I couldn't play. <laughs> and I just needed to get away and, and, and have, you know, a new headspace because I was so frustrated at home. The, the, literally the day after I came back from Dubai, I made Rasputin. And wow. it was and it was funny because we was um, in in the Airbnb where I was staying and was like ah oh, yeah you know I need I need to feel refreshed I need some ideas and then yeah I went through TikTok saw that Rasputin was popping off on there and I was like right I'm gonna do a little remix of this for my sets and then all of a sudden did it sent it to my A and R at Ministry and he was like okay this is this is special and then yeah and lo and behold it went I think it's platinum in nine countries gold in eight and yes. Yeah, it's, it's Mad, mad journey. But it was weird because it was during lockdown. So, like, you know, I was, every day is like, right, man, you've got an interview with Ecuador today. I'm like, okay. I'm <laughs> like speaking, like, with translators on Zoom. So it was a strange one. But it's oh, nice wow. now to go around the world and see it pop off, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we've, we've played a lot of your tracks and remixes as well. One of the ones we played from the start of when, when we launched as well was You Remind Me. Yes, the, the wow. neon point. Yeah. I mean, it's only a few. Was it only a few? Four, four years ago. Yeah, it? it's Five crazy. Do you know what? I've been in dances before, and people have asked me for that tune, and I kind of just. Sometimes you do remixes, and Haley will say this as well. Like even you do a tune or a feature, you just do it, and you kind of park it, and don't think anything much of it. And then people ask you for it, and you look at the numbers. Like, hey, but actually, this is connected with people. So yeah, I actually remember doing that remix in Athens Airport. <laughs> I was wow. in the, yeah, I was in the airport in Athens, and I was like, oh, I've got the deadline to finish, so let me get this <laughs> remix done, and I've done it there on, on a flight waiting to go to Zante. So what's your production process like? What, what sort of software do you use? How does it Ableton. go Ableton. I, I love Ableton. I've been using Ableton for like 10 years now. Um, I, I've got such a, I don't know, I call it a raw production style, because I come from using Fruity Loops when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of always brought that into whatever I use. So like the way I, I build beats is very unorthodox because within I'm just messy like I'm a creatively messy person so for me it's all about the vibe rather than the particulars you know mm-hmm. that's why I work with amazing people like Lee Tyler and, and Jay Robinson so I'll, I'll come up with loads of ideas and and vibes and I'm like right guys make this sound sick you know yeah and I'll send them and then that's why Rasputin sounds so good because Lee mixed it to if you listen to what my Ableton file sounds like and then what he ended up with, you know, that you can hear Rasputin, but what it comes out of at the end is, is a different process. So, yeah, I, I'm the ideas guy. I like to to build tunes. I mean, people come to me to, like, write bass lines and that because, you know, I'm, I play guitar, I play piano, I was in a band, I used to be a bassist. So, wow. yeah, like, I'm the music man. <laughs> Love it. Mm. That's wicked. Now, Hayley, I mean, you've done so many collaborations with loads of different artists. Mm-hmm. Has there been a favourite to work with? Um... I don't know. Everyone's really quite different. I've, I've, um, I like working with Lee Foss. I've done two with him. Yeah. I didn't actually know Lee before. He reached out to me on email, and when I said to a few people, oh, you know, um, oh, someone called Lee Foss, he's got in touch with me. They're like, oh, amazing. I was like, because I'm not really a, like a dance person. Okay. I've not really been into it too much. I'm very much like the soul R and B hip hop. That's what that I. That really loved. shocks us. Yeah. Most wow. people, it does most people, to be honest. But I think a lot of people, a lot of DJs do want that soulful element. And I think, like, you know, the old 90s tunes with the big vocal. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people do want that still. And I know I can deliver that. And to be honest, when I'm writing a lot of it, I tend to want to write to chords, just pianos or guitar, slow it down, write it as sort of an R&B track in a way, and then they can develop it. As Fusion. Well. And yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Now, you mentioned Lee Foss. <clears throat> Last time Saffron Stone was over... She let it slip that Lee Foss is a bit of a talker, talks a lot. Is that true? Um, 
Well, he, do, he does. He's got a lot of ideas. He's very involved in the creative process, very involved lyrics, very involved with the, um, you know, ideas for all the song. You know, he's rang me at all hours before just saying, oh, I've got this idea, let's do this and give me idea for lyrics and melody and everything. So, so in a good way. Yeah, in a yeah, good way, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah amazing. He's, and he's been really, like, welcoming. You know, he said, you know, when you're over in the States, come over, you can stay with me. He's got a studio there, so hopefully I can do that next year. That'd, that'd be an adventure it as well, wouldn't it? amazing, yeah, definitely. Do you have, like, a dream collab, a dream person you'd love to do something with I think um, Majestic <laughs> is my dream I mean, one say that yeah we actually, we actually to be fair one. we actually do have a tune coming we do I'm excited I'm waiting it's a big tune to be fair it we is. wrote two good tunes on that day we did it was very it was a very organic easy session yeah Hayley's great company she's easy to be around man yeah. Do, do we know when this is going to drop? <laughs> when I get my finger out. Yeah, exactly. it. It's on me. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and every time your manager messages my manager's like, yeah, sorry, he's tra- traveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll be back next week. <laughs> but I am back next week and it's in. It's actually in the diary to do next week. Yeah, oh, no, I know amazing. that sounds like because he's here, but honestly, I think we get on so well and I think together, if we had a tune, because obviously I've been imagining um, it'd be third and shows and before I went to Sundown Festival, you know, here, and I just, it'd be good to have one together. And like share the stage together. I yeah, think great. I yeah, really definitely. Yeah, I've seen I've seen your parties in Mallorca. That looked sick. Yeah, we we we've had we've had a good summer. Uh, Ibiza, we did about sixteen shows. Mallorca in BCM. Um, yeah, we was here, there, everywhere. All the festivals back home. It was a great summer, and it was um, just nice to be the first one proper traveling again. You know, like yeah. and you know, even some of my my friends who are sort of during lockdown, I, I re sort of got in touch with from school. They'd never seen my schedule at its peak. And now they're like, bro, where are you? I'm like, I'm on the flight here. They're like, this is mad, bruv. I swear you was in another country yesterday. I was like, yeah, this is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to be back in the flow. How does that affect you, all this traveling mentally? Um, it can be hard. It can be really difficult, like, especially with your mental health. That's why traveling with people. So, obviously, Louis with me. Today he does all like my videos and and pictures and that. He's a genius himself. He's like he's like my protege. Him and his uh, mate Will beyond Chicago. Big up them. So it's nice to travel with people and share the experience. You know what I mean? I, I, you know it can it's a cost at your own cost. But I'd rather spend money and have a better time. Um, yeah. And and if as I say for your mental health, being on your own. I remember doing it like years ago, and I was like I've been on my own for sixteen hours. I've not spoken to anyone. I remember literally going from all these different airports. I said, I'm not actually opened my mouth today and said any words to anyone. <laughs> but yeah, this is a bit bad. So yeah, it, it can be difficult. But I think it's just about how you, the team you have around you, man. Having a team of people around you is so important. For sure, for sure. And talking about mental health, can we talk a little bit about your track, Invincible? Mm, wow. Yeah, man. How did that come about? Obviously, for the right reasons, you donated the proceeds well, yeah, yeah. to the, the mental health charity. So... Uh, I'm an ambassador for Calm, which is the uh, campaign against living miserably. And so I have a, another persona called Plain Old Kev, which is music that I like to call just like really truthful, honest music of mine. That just doesn't suit dance music because, you know, people want to have a good time and get lost on the dance floor. They don't really want to worry about their problems. <laughs> so, you know, the Plain Old Kev project is very much inspired by like the streets early example uh like you know that kind of stuff yeah and invincible was something i wrote about my own struggles and my own journey through mental health and you know being at a stage of being suicidal before and you know some really difficult times that i've gone through and i wanted to put it down on on record so anyone else listening to it can go you know what wow like I've, i'm there or i feel like i'm in that position at the moment and the words can resonate and the amount of people that message me afterwards saying like oh, i'm so glad you did that i've been there i felt like that and I don't feel alone now. And I think that's obviously 
the biggest thing when we talk about mental health for men especially is like you know we don't talk enough like we, we get together mm-hmm. might go down the pub or play a bit of footy and it's all it's all banter and it's just like oh yeah, you mate? yeah I'm all good I'm all good and no one really talks so that was about just being honest and opening up and I think especially having a platform like that I have I think it's important to use it for for good so that's why I um, was passionate about putting that out. Mad respect, man. Mm. Really good, really good. Um, Hayley, for singers starting out, trying to get onto the scene, do you have any advice for them? I'd say, like, do what you actually love to do. Because okay. at least put an element in it. And uh, the industry is a difficult one because it depends where you're, what lane you want to be in. In terms of the dance stuff, that is, it's a good one to be in because you're able to pitch to different artists. It's not like an artist project where you have to tailor it to someone in particular it's quite it's quite open which is nice um but i'd just say just write as much as possible and also with other people when i started out i was alone a lot writing um and it's only relatively recently really that i've worked with more people and just get so many more ideas from other people and be open to that because before it was a bit difficult for me you've got to learn to compromise i suppose um but yeah i'd say just surround yourself with people who are sort of in the similar mind state as you as well brilliant yeah now i've i over the summer i've seen quite a few of your live pas yeah but for anyone who hasn't seen them what can we expect tonight well i would be doing i'd try to pick the ones that i think people know the most because they're some they're not necessarily my favorite ones as such but i just think that they've been you know pushed more than others but um i definitely think that there'll be high energy it's all in the set you know it all flow nicely and yeah obviously we're sorry that tends to go down really well so yeah. hopefully i can bring the energy and just like interact with the crowd it's nice to get a, a vocalist on during a set with all the djs because it just brings a different element so hopefully the crowd are gonna you know respond well to that yeah for tonight. sure yeah, yeah. Can, honestly cannot wait and majestic i know you've we are talking about the garage earlier now sort of house tracks remixes you're mm. doing a lot of genres and the music genre it's not in the dance music house world there's it's always changing yeah. in trends and stuff do you wh- where do you see yourself going are you going to go in any direction or you know what you look at people like say carl cox yeah carl cox is a legend certified og i was playing jungle once upon a time hardcore you know people have to, you, you kind of go through music scenes organically you know like I was involved in dubstep because funny enough on the way back from LA I saw Skrillex on the plane and caught up with Skrillex and you know wow. I was I was on about five of his records my voice was and it was just like you know he's catching up and having a chat you know I've been involved in drum and bass I emceed with Andy C you know like I've been through all of these dance musics because I love them it's mm-hmm. not because they're phases or you know, I, I want a bit of that action or whatever. It's just because I genuinely like these sounds. Right. So I just play or make what I like. So whatever I'm feeling at that moment in time, whatever inspires me, I'll make it. You know, even with Garage, like sometimes I'm inspired because I'll have a remix come through and it's Craig David. And I'm like, well, Craig just sounds amazing on two step. So every time I do a Craig David remix, they're like, okay, even though I'm playing and making a lot more house music now, for old time's sake, I make a two-step version. <laughs> and then recently I did a remix of Sugar Babes, Overload. Um, yes. They've been performing it on their tour around the UK and it was my two-step version and it's, it's like dark garage from like 2000 and there's this whole new sort of young garage scene that's coming through and they're all battering that tune. And it's just so, it's just, like I said, I just make what I feel and I think that's the best thing. And, I, you know, shout out to Depeche at Ministry who's like my A&R. He, he gives me a lot of confidence to kind of be sort of experimental. He's like, mate, you're a goat. You're an OG. Do whatever you want. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. That gives you an, so yeah. when, the, when, the, when the boss of Ministry of Sound is telling you that, you can kind of, <laughs> okay, cool, I will then. 
you know and that's why i'm not afraid to dip back into sounds either you know especially when you you can feel it coming back around again like speed garage is in again there's a lot you know look at baddest of them all mm. you know it's 137 beats per minute with an old riff from the rave scene so yeah i just enjoy whatever whatever makes me want to make music man yeah, I love it. And I, I didn't get to see this properly because it was literally as you guys arrived, I was on my phone, came down. Have you got a new remix out? Is it today? Yeah, uh, Anne-Marie and H. And yeah. completely <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I was like, oh. This, this is the music scene for you because they came to us the other week and was like, we need a, a remix now. I'm like, what do you mean now? Like, can you finish it by tomorrow? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm traveling, but yeah, okay, cool. So I literally did it. They come back with some notes, finished their notes, done. It's out this week, and he and I was like, "Oh, is it out today?" Okay, cool. <laughs> That's mad. I know it is. It is like that, but yeah, Anne Marie and H with Psycho done a little flip on that. Anne Marie's sick, man. So yeah. I've done. I've done her. What's the one I called? I just called. Yeah, that one when she just. I just called to say I hate you. I love Anne Marie. She's sick. Yeah, wicked, wicked. Well, honestly, Majestic, Haley May, thank you so much for coming through today. Oh, Don't want to keep you guys for too long. Get no, ready for tonight. For Very us. excited. I, I can't wait, man. Yeah, same. Can't wait. I can see my whole world changing. <laughs>